Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Joey. How's it going? It's going well. I'm super excited. We've got a listener profile. I know. I'm excited that we got another listener profile here and we're really rolling with these. Everybody, I think everybody thought, you know, we're going to do a couple and then people were going to get scared off. But no, what we're finding is that people actually want to do this, even if they're cornered on a phone call with you. Yeah, which Alexandra was. Alexandra was. (laughs) (laughs) Alexandra made the mistake of of piping in just as we were going, oh, crap, what are we going to talk about this week? And she waved at me on Facebook. And I was like, we're going to talk to Alexandra. (laughs) Alexandra is one of my students in in my Mastering Spiritual Evolution program. And uh, she she just waved at me this morning and poor thing just got sucked in. (laughs) So hi, Alexandra. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spirit Chirpa. We are going to talk a lot about your spiritual journey today, but I I have a feeling that just from our little chat before coming on the air here that that you have no problem talking. I don't think so. No. Okay. (laughs) That's good. That's good. So let's introduce you first to the listeners so they get a feel for who you are. Kelly said you're in her program now. Yes. And you are... A whole host of things. Uh, you are a, a mother, a wife, a yoga instructor. Is that a yogi? Is that yoga, what that is? It's a it's a it's a yogini instructor wannabe. Okay, so that's um, <laughs> that's where it stands. Um, an, immigrant? So an immigrant. I'm an, I'm a tw- three times immigrant. So very quick recap. So I was born in Russia, and and I lived there until I was ten, and then we moved to Israel. I lived there for four years. Okay. Then my mom got remarried. And we came to the States 
And then I spent one year in the States and I said, "Mm -mm, not right now. And I went back to Israel. Okay. And I stayed in Israel for 10 years, ran out of steam, money, and sanity. I think that's kind of the... (laughs) And uh, came back to my mother where I intended to finish my degree and uh, go back to Israel. There was no question about that. And then I met my husband. That's the only man that my mom, my Jewish mom ever introduced me to. And that was kind of it. It sealed the deal. So that I became, you know, a wife and then a mother. And and I'm still looking for what do I want to be in life at this point in my life. I was just actually um, talking to my six years old daughter and she said, oh, mom, so what did you do? And I started listing all the professions that I've ever touched upon and worked on. I came for about 10. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I know it's not the end. And it's just not the end. So, so is it that me. you're searching for your, your passion or you're searching for that thing that sort of hits home for you? I'm searching for both and okay. we're searching for home. Okay. Um, as a family, we've started a journey three years ago. We have been living in Massachusetts for many years. That's where we met. So about 10 years and we never felt like we settled in. We had a house, we both were working, you know, our kids were born here, and yet we were not happy about where we were. So we said, okay, we will, for years, you know, I wanted to go back to Israel because it was just how I envisioned that my life should be. Mm -hmm. And I think my husband envisioned maybe going back to Russia, where he was originally from. And we were very sensitive to each other and how... Um, we both had some issues with both of these places. They're not easy places to live in at all. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't really, you know, say, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to uh, right now move to Israel or we're going to move to Russia. So what we said, we said, we're going to embrace our gypsy nature and we're going to travel for a year. So we sold the house. We packed our two kids. Um, that's why I became a homeschool teacher okay. <laughs> for a year. And, uh, and we went traveling, uh, looking for home. And we spent three months in Russia, a little bit more. Uh, we spent about three months in Israel, three months in Spain, one month in Italy with a huge Italian drama in the middle um, <laughs> that brought us back to Spain, where we found um, a city that we completely fell in love with, um, Valencia in Spain. And we came back to the States in order to get a visa, but we came back to the same place that we left in terms that, you know, our daughter, our 10-year-old went back to her school that she originally went to. Oh, wow. And that was very interesting, you know, just kind of settling back, but not settling back. And we said, it's going to take a year. And then we are getting the visa and we're going to Valencia. And we were speaking about Valencia as our home. So we would say something like, oh, you know, in our home at Valencia, yada, yada, yada. And when you guys come and visit us. So it was, you know, talking about envision yourself being there. That's exactly what we did. Um, We did apply. We got a visa. And then we met Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm thinking about it. And it's the organization of energy that finally enters my life. That's what it is. Because I feel that the whole energy world have been touching me and my spirituality since a relatively young age. I think since I rebelled against the Jewish religion that I was kind of brought to be part of, but it was never organized. It was all extremely, extremely 
chaotic. And because it was so chaotic, it was very easy to slip out of it. Getting closer to the spiritual world and starting to do some energy work, I also, I always could fall back on, oh, well, it's not the time, you know, I still, I have to get, I don't know, married. Uh, I can't do reflexology because, you know, I need to finish my degree. Mm -hmm. So there was always excuse, but meeting Kelly, all the excuses are behind me and that's it. It it was very obvious. It was... um, very strong, very obvious. My husband found Kelly. I it wasn't me, and um, <laughs> uh, my husband Stas went to get a consultation about his Reiki master and his hands and about going back to healing. and um, And he recorded his conversation with Kelly because I think he said, you know, I would like to have this conversation recorded. And he said, Do you want to listen? And I said, Sure. And I heard Kelly's voice, and I said, Hmm. Uh, I need to meet her. (laughs) Uh, I I need to be close. And that's it. That's kind of how I got into the course. And the course has enriched my life, gave me and gives me direction. It is not an easy journey, but it's, it's so, so worth it. And I can see it every day in terms of how my inner perspective is changing, how my family life is changing. And because I'm a full-time mother and that's my focus right now, this is how I chose it. And it's my playground and I see things shifting within the dynamic of our family. And that's amazing. Awesome. So now you did do some of those other things before though. We were talking before we started recording, you did Reiki and I know you've been studying yoga for a while. What, yep. what, What is the spiritual path that your journey took to get here? Um, it took turns and, um, I love to dance. So I think it's a dance of where, you know, I would do one step forward and sometimes two steps back. But what I now looking back, what I see is that every time there was a crisis in my life from whatever side, it was a spiritual world that I went back to. It wasn't the religious world. It wasn't the, you know, the drugs world. It wasn't the alcohol world. It was a spiritual world of energy. Mm-hmm. So one of the examples was when I was leaving Israel and coming to the States the second time when I was 24. It was extremely hard. It was traumatic. It was, it was very, very, very scary for me because I ran out of here when I was 15, storming out and saying, I will never come back to this country. It was horrible. It was just, it, it was very, very tough. And this is when before coming, somehow I stumbled upon a teacher and she taught me a little bit of yoga and a little bit of a green picture and she we did definitions and it's kind of all like she basically prepped me for turning my red scary picture into a green one so it was it was my support to come here and do what I wanted to do which was at that point to finish my degree then I kind of moved away from the spiritual world and I you know I had I had other stuff going on. And then my stepbrother um, had a traumatic brain injury when he was in a coma and nobody thought he's going to survive. Um, the doctor literally was standing there saying, you guys should be prepared that he's not coming out of the ICU. And it was, he was in New Hampshire. And I remember going into the center of town and all of a sudden I'm seeing this store full of crystals and stuff like that. That's where I needed to be. So I just went in there and I met a woman who talked to me about Reiki and we ended up asking her to do Reiki on my brother. And actually the first reaction within three weeks of him after the accident was after her first Reiki session where he moved his foot. Wow. And that's, you know, how I 
came to Reiki and it just felt so right. So I found a teacher and I went through Reiki one and then I moved away. So it's really, I'm really dancing tango (laughs) up until I met Kelly and I've never looked for a spiritual teacher either. It was kind of, if it comes, I'll take it. Well, this time it came in a form of a teacher that I want to be with and learn from and, and, Take it all in. Yeah, and actually, uh, Stas was referred to me by another person that I yes. knew from classes. She had come to classes of mine. I had, she had hosted me for classes as well. Olga had sent Stas to me. Yes. And uh, you, you were very easy to bring into the program. You were like, <laughs> yes, I Stas, on the other hand, was like, Pulling teeth. He was like, I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. And he can talk about, you know, he's, he's on a journey, but we were at a crossroads and the crossroads was between Kelly and her course and another shaman whose way was more of a substance way. Uh. I like independence. And for me, substances stand for dependence. Mm. I see them as, as occasional guides, but I don't see them as bricks that I need to walk on my path. Mm-hmm. This is not a dependence that I'm willing to open up. Let's let's put it this way. So we decided to go with Kelly and I I think we both again Stas will talk to him about himself, but I never looked back. There is really no magical pill. What there really is is us looking inside and we're looking at our fundamentals and it's like working the earth when you want to put new seeds in. You have to do the work. You have to pull out everything that doesn't let the new seeds bloom and become trees. Otherwise, you're just putting, you know, I don't know, stones or grass on top of the earth. You're not putting roots in. And it's so evident to me that that is exactly what we're doing in this program. There's no other way if you want it to be sustainable. So um, you talked about you and Stas doing this program together. Yes. How has that been for you? It has been amazingly, exceptionally great and amazingly, exceptionally hard <laughs> and challenging all at the same time. Right. Um, I personally, I can see a tremendous value in a couple doing this path together. And in my mind, if you want to stay together, you probably want to, Try your best to take this path together because it's very hard to explain to your closest person. And this is how I feel about my husband. Um, he's my best friend. He's my partner and a and, and huge amount of other things. Right. But at trying to explain the process that you're going through without the, the person being involved and, and, and feeling it himself is very, very hard. You know, I wouldn't, wanted any other way. And I think if if a couple is open and ready to that, my huge recommendation is your partnership is going to become so much stronger, so much more honest and true. Now, going into the program there, of course, you know, there, there are all kinds of fears and, 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 oh my God, am I going to like dig, dig, dig and understand that, you know, I'm not who I am and he's not who he is. And maybe, maybe our path is not together. Maybe. So far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, and that is always a risk when you, when you step into a spiritual process and you're in relationship, whether the other person comes with you or not, there is always the risk that, that your, your paths are going to diverge. Um, Kathy talked on a call that we did with our, our ritualist trainees. She talked on a call recently about a couple that she's known for 25 years. They have been together for like 40 some years now. And the woman of the couple has been on her spiritual journey really hardcore the whole time. And the guy of the couple has been kind of sort of on a journey and he grows when he feels like it and he doesn't when he doesn't. And you know, that's just sort of where he is, but neither one of them has any sense that they have any right to tell the other who to be. And both of them love who the other person is right now, no matter what. (laughs) And therefore their relationship has thrived, even though she has been growing at exponential rate and he has been growing at a, you know, mediocre sort of whenever he gets around to peace. So, which is what he wanted. And because she's not trying to drag him, they can stay together. And that part is difficult from the perspective of not just the ability to allow the person to be who they are and to love them for the person that they are and that they've grown into, but the energetic sort of attachments and and things there. And we've talked about this before, Kelly, that sometimes you, you get dragged along a little bit when your partner's going through this stuff. So, you know, Alex, where you're doing this with Stas together, it's got to really help that part of it as well. Absolutely. It's because it's a support. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, I have my accountability and my support group right at home. (laughs) Yeah. Good and bad, I'm sure uh, sometimes. Which is huge. Yes. Yes. That is very true. And I think before, you know, before we decided, and we still do our own things, right? right? So Stas does some some sound meditation that I might not feel attracted to. And I might, and I'm going on my aromatherapy. So we have, we're branching out. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I think, depends on the dynamic within the couple. Yeah. To begin with, yeah. we had a very strong dynamic in a sense that, you know, being with Stas, I, I've, fully believe that it's not the first time that we're meeting. Mm-hmm. Let's put it this way. I think that's yeah. the... The other thing that happens with couples is that they can tend to blame each other for their own discomfort. Oh, yes. And so, you know, when you're going through a program on your own and you start to blame the other person for your discomfort, they don't know where you are in your process. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're not clear why it's happening. They just know they're being blamed for something and they don't know why. So, you know, the, the upside of going through it together is that you, you both are going through the same thing at the same time, but that's also the downside. And I'm sure you've noticed this in the group, Alexandra, the, uh, the yes. group tends to sort of implode and explode and and morph and angst and get better and you know resolve and all at the same time right yes and and so you know that's happening in your home instead of just within the group dynamic and that's one of the joys of being in the group is that you get to feel like you're not alone but it's also one of the detriments of being in the group is that you know everybody's doing the same thing at the same time and so you're all like "Ah," right it's interesting because i think within that dynamic and with it doing the course together for us, it's also finding our own individuality. So it's, 
extremely interesting to realize that on one hand, our coupleship, our relationship is becoming stronger, but it's becoming stronger because we are becoming more rounder as a whole to itself. Right. Yeah. Becoming more solid as individuals. Exactly. And it's exact and it's also exactly what you said is where before we tend to blame each other for unhappiness, for not for feeling that or not feeling that, you're all of a sudden understanding, mm-mm. No, it's not. It, it's okay. It's me. I'm feeling this and seeing it reflecting in the other person is just, um, it's sometimes I think that's the hardest part yeah. is when you f- see something reflecting in the other person that you're working on and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, that is- <laughs> yeah. Whoa, really? Oh fuck. That is me too. <laughs> and that's, that's the yeah. thing that when you hit that point, that you start to recognize that, okay, this is a reflection. This is not this person necessarily. This is actually me, and I'm seeing it in this other person. And that's the point where you start to realize it, that things really start to change for you. Yes, and I think we also are very lucky that we have two extremely sensitive girls. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm in a mirror house. I'm like, it's like a fun house with all the mirrors. <laughs> oh, it's like mommy, mommy's feeling grumpy. Yeah, oh, feeling grumpy. <laughs> so. yeah. And, and it's so funny because um, I'm just having a realization in this moment that um, that that's very true. When when we start off, we're in this very codependent state where we are literally a reflection of the people around us because we don't know who we are. But as we evolve and solidify, then we recognize that everyone else is a reflection of us. And that whole perspective just flips entirely, hmm. where it's just that moment of going, oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I've, I've, I've heard this phrase um, in a movie which says, you know, the first thing that you do in a battlefield is you turn on the light because, you know, you need to see what you're fighting or what you're trying to change. And that's exactly that. And it's easier when you're seeing and reflective, if not if, but when you realize that it's a reflection. Yeah. One more thing that I kind of want to say about the program, Kelly, is uh, from a standpoint of not a coupleship, but of a mother. And what a huge difference it has made in terms of my awareness to my parenting, which for me is major because as, as I'm doing the process myself of going back and understanding where my, my trauma, what are the things that I have not received, you know, when I needed them from my parents, I can shift it right away to my children and, and make sure that, that, that they have that piece for sure. I'm, I'm probably going to make other mistakes and that's okay. Those are mine. What I hate to do is repeat mistakes of others. Right. Well, and uh, I remember you telling us at one point that uh, it had a huge impact on your relationship with your mother. Yes. So my relationship with my mother has been probably the most serious thing that I've been working on since the fall. Um, it definitely has been the theme, if you will, through the hard winter. And that was... Um, Kelly, I think I mentioned it to you, was my first conscious winter. I hate winters. I hate darkness. I hate sadness. I need light and warmth and and energy and I need to be outside. And the winters are just, it has always been a huge pain in the butt. This year, something shifted where, yes, it still was all that, 
but I was aware of that. And it was a very conscious winter and it was a very, very extreme work on my relationship with my mom to a point where I got to a point where I did not know how this relationship is going to look. Now, just to give you a perspective, I used to talk to my mom three times a day on the phone, right? She was such a permanent part of my life that if I hear her voice in my head, it's probably hers. It's not even mine. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. And um, now it is because of, you know, of the course and because of boundaries for empath and because of understanding dynamic more i am learning to build a much better relationship with my mom and it is amazing to me how she's shifting as well without me asking for it because i was very open saying mom i don't expect you to change because there was a question from a, what, what can i do to make it to, to make that relationship back and i said it's never going to be back it's going to be something else but I'm not expecting you to change. It's mine. And she's just changing. So it's kind of like that reflection again. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, I'm not reflecting in her. She's reflecting in me. Right. Yeah. Well, so, and the irony is that if you had expected her to change, she wouldn't have. Yes. Right? There wouldn't have been space for her to do that because you would have been demanding it. Right. And she would have been defending. But since you said, I don't expect you to change, she had the ability to choose for herself. Right. Which in reality happened for the last 40 years. I wanted her to change. I wanted her to be the ideal, ideal mom that I painted in my head that she was, she, she can, that's not who she is. That's who I am, but that's not who she is. Right. So yes, it's very, very, very powerful for me. It's literally, you know, uh, it's working the, the, the earth of me and I'm air. So that's all new for me. (laughs) <laughs> oh i'm solid Woo. awesome it's grounding in right you know it's grounding yes this awesome. has been really really awesome thank you so much alexandra for sort of pinch hitting and joining us here today this has been this has been a wonderful wonderful conversation thank you for having me yeah we're we're thrilled and and, and you know the irony is that you guys don't know this but alexandra just before we got on this call said you know lead me to where you want me to go i don't know what i'm gonna say and and i've barely had to say anything it's been awesome yes, exactly. <laughs> i wanted to tell you that the problem is not gonna be me not talking it's gonna be me shutting up <laughs> Well, folks, if you do have any interest in being a listener profile yourself, which, Alexandra, you can tell them, it's not that bad, right? It's awesome. It's really cool. So if you've got an interest in doing it, or if you have any other questions or thoughts of episodes that you might want to hear on Spirit Sherpa, you can email them to Kelly. That is K-E-L-L-E at KellySparta.com, Kelly at KellySparta.com. And you can also go to kellysparta.com and you can sign up and subscribe to Kelly's mailing list. And that's where you're going to get all kinds of fun information about things going on real time. But also, you know, Alex, you talked a lot about some of the programs that you're involved in that Kelly does. There's information about those programs and stuff in that newsletter as well, right, Kelly? Yeah, you'll get information about that. The the, uh, program itself is actually listed on the site as well under the 
courses list. So you can always go in and read about that there too. And wherever you're listening to Spirit Sherpa out there, we want you to subscribe and rate the show. It helps to bring the awareness of Spirit Sherpa and all the good work that Kelly is doing out to people everywhere and share, 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 share in social media, share in family dinners, share uh, when you go in to get your pedicures like you did today, Alex. So so share (laughs) Spirit Sherpa wherever you can. All right, that's all that we have. Did you guys want to say anything as we're wrapping up to the folks listening? Have a great week, you all. Do the program. You owe it to yourself. (laughs) I don't think you can say anything to top that, Kelly. I I really can't, except, you know, if you're looking for it, it's called Mastering Spiritual Evolution. So, (laughs) There you go. All right, folks, that is all that we have time for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds yet another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Alexandra, and you have been listening to Spirit Tripper. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. So I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since... You seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.